Welcome to the Ottawa Valley Sports Series Podcast, your source for sport in the Ottawa Valley. My name's Noelle and I'm your host. Tune in on Tuesdays every other week as we interview local athletes, teams, coaches, sport organizations, and businesses who are continuing to empower and inspire the next generation of sport in our community. In today's episode, I will be interviewing Amber Phoenix. Amber will be representing Canada at the World Powerlifting Championship in Manchester, England this October. This past year, Amber won 14 national records, two world records, and six first place awards, all six months postpartum. That's absolutely incredible. On top of these amazing achievements in powerlifting, she's also a local military veteran and a successful entrepreneur. Thank you so much, Amber, for coming on the Ottawa Valley Sports Series podcast to tell me all about yourself and all about these incredible achievements you got all the past year and going in to the World Powerlifting Championship. Thank you for having me. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy to have you on. And, and like, first things first, what I, I'm super curious about is what got you into powerlifting? Um, so I've been a competitive athlete my whole life. I played basketball through high school and college, um, played in the military as well. Um, but I found after college, I, I was missing that competitiveness. Like I, I, I love the competitiveness of, of all sports. Um, and I really wanted to get back into something that I can compete in. Um, and I've, I've been lifting weights since I was about 13 years old. So I wasn't new to lifting weights. Um, so a friend of mine, um, when I was in the military, he introduced me to powerlifting and right away I fell in love with it. I fell in love with how strong it made me feel. Um, I've always been very, I guess, kind of a muscular body type. So I've, I've never really felt like I fit in with a lot of other girls. So I felt powerlifting was like my sport. Like I felt you know, powerful and comfortable in my body, regardless of the size I was at. Um, so I just kind of fell in love with it and it went from there. Oh, well, that's amazing. And it's nice finding something really like, you know, that resonates with you on multiple aspects. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like, how did it begin? Like, so you said you started with this, um, I guess a coach, uh, in the military was this like how long ago? Um, so this was probably about seven or eight years ago that I started. Um, and I went into my very first competition. I think I had been only training for about three months going into my very first competition. I didn't actually have a coach. I didn't have anyone teaching me. I just kind of, um, learned on my own, uh, cause I was studying to be a personal trainer at the time. Okay. So okay. I just kind of took everything that I already knew from what I had learned and applied it to a training program. Um, and, and the competition itself, like, I don't know if you've ever been to a powerlifting competition, but it's so like the atmosphere is just so electric and, and energetic. Like everyone's there competing for themselves, but at the same time, everyone's cheering everyone on to make their lifts. Like no matter if like, if I go in and, and make lift and it's going to beat you, you're still cheering me on because you want to see me make that lift. So I think that's what really made me fall in love with it. But that, but that's great. You know, it's, it's an individual sport, but you have support of other athletes around you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a lot of these times, like these are athletes that you don't even know. Um, but with that being said, because it is a smaller community, you really, you start to, to know all these athletes and a lot of the women that I compete against, like over the last few years, I've actually become really good friends with them. 
I love that though, because then you can, you, you know, you trade different things that have worked for each other and it's almost like a support system as you're all trying to build each other up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's amazing though. I love it. And I honestly would encourage any, any female to, to check it out just because of how, how amazing it can make you feel. Yeah, I, I honestly, and that's, it, it's funny because I've never done any like powerlifting. Obviously my background is boxing, right? which is very, very different from that. But I've heard a lot of good things like from others regarding powerlifting and how, how much, you know, it changed their lives and how much it, it does for them. Yeah. And, and especially for, um, and in my case and a lot of other people's cases with, with mental health, it's, um, it's something that's really helped me kind of manage the symptoms that I have from my PTSD from being in the military. So it's, it's, it's more than just going into the gym and lifting some weights. It's kind of like my, my safe space, my outlet for when I'm having those, those not so good days. Yeah. And, and I also feel like a lot of people don't realize those things as well, that there's more to sports than just the physical aspect. Oh like yeah. You get so many good life skills yes. and so many ways of learning how to go through life. But with those things, like, like for me, like, you know, I learned discipline. I learned yes. how to motivate myself, Yeah, you know, and, and those things are not talked about enough in sport, like those benefits. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the mental aspect of, of competing, I find, is what a lot of people um, in powerlifting is, is where you're, you're missing those lifts in competition is because you don't have that mental resilience. Um, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of things that can go wrong on a meet day. Um, you know, conditions might not be the best for warming up. You might only have five or 10 minutes instead of having 20 minutes. So you really need to have like that mental preparedness to, to go into any situation and still be able to perform. Yeah, it's, it's so true. And getting into kind of like how you deal with that, like, how do you keep yourself driven and going through those things when it comes to such a big championship? Um, I think just because I've had so many, sorry, that's my daughter. Um, I've had so many years of experience of, of competing as an athlete. I learned at a very young age that you have to mentally block out anything that's going to negatively impact you in the moment that you're competing. So whether it's personal life or work or school or whatever it may be, the second you step onto that platform, the only thing that your focus is going to be on is making that lift. Um, and I think I've really been able to master that skill. And I also have such an amazing support system. My husband, it, my husband is pretty much my coach now. Um, he's been with me for the last six years through all the competitions um, he knows me better than anyone. He knows my, my body and, and how I train and what I need to do to train. So having him kind of by my side has been like the, the biggest thing for me. And it's, it's so vital to have those strong supports, Yeah, right? Especially at a high level. Yes. Like want to have the people around you that are going to bring, continue elevating you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's great though. I, I, I'm really happy to hear that, you know, you and your husband have that and he's, he's that for you, you know, yeah. competition. That's, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. He comes with me to every, comp to every competition. He'll be there in England with me. 
Um, I, I honestly don't think I, I'd be able to perform as well as I do because he, he, he knows when I'm nervous. He knows what to say to me to calm me down. He knows what to say to me to focus, like to get myself focused. Um, so yeah, like definitely if I didn't have him, it, that would probably throw me right off if I didn't have him with me. And, and, you know, we find our people like for you, it's your husband, which is amazing. And for like, for me, it was like specific coaches, right? Some coaches that I really, really got close to having them there, right? Yeah. They knew how, what you're going through, what you're thinking, how you're reacting. They know you very well. So having that support, especially at such a big competition is so, so important. Yeah, exactly. Now, with the competition coming up, do you feel like there's a challenge right now for you that you feel um, you're kind of trying to get through or kind of get yourself ready for October? I think the only challenge that I'm having right now is just having enough time in the day to do everything I need to do. Um, You know, with with having a, a baby and um, I've got a teenager in school and I've got a couple businesses that I do. So I just, just managing the time to make sure I can actually get my training in because I want to make sure that I'm going into this competition hundred percent prepared and, and leaving everything out on the platform and knowing that I put hundred percent into my training leading up to the competition. Yeah. And it, it's true. It's like that time management of just managing everything. Um, and you know, like you do have a lot, you're, you know, you have a few different businesses, you're a realtor, like, you know, you're doing a lot of different things and making sure you're dedicating that time to train is also very important. Yeah. And I think another thing too, is a lot of people feel, um, guilty when they spend time on themselves. And I think it's so important to, to understand that it's okay to take an hour or two out of your day. Or and it doesn't even have to be every day, like maybe three or four days a week, just an hour a day to to do something that is going to make you happy and to better your life. So for me, it happens to be uh, weightlifting and powerlifting. So um, I think that getting through that mindset of of the guilt that you feel for maybe neglecting housework or, you know, losing that hour of time with your your family, like it's it, it can it, it's hard sometimes. But I think just keeping that in the back of your mind is really important. Yeah. And in ways, you know, it it takes a toll in different ways. But usually, you know, when you're just from experience, when you're when you have those weeks set out leading up to a competition, you know that eventually that will kind of dim down. You know, so then, you know, it's only for like a temporary time where you really got to push. And that's kind of the. I guess the excuse I used to give myself <laughs> was, yeah, you know, yeah. it's temporary. Things are going to be a little harder right now. But once, exactly, yeah. you know, once I put all the energy into that and then after competition, then I can kind of settle down. Uh, yeah. Making sure you prioritize yourself during those times. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I completely get where you're coming with that. Um, and even like this past year, you like you competed at nationals. I did, yes. When was nationals? Uh, that was in June. Oh, in June. Okay, so that wasn't too long ago. No, it was just a couple months ago. Oh, wow. And and how did you kind of prepare for that, especially being postpartum? 
So I actually, I competed last year when I was 12 weeks pregnant. So I've actually been preparing for this year's national since last year. Oh, okay, <laughs> um, okay. I, uh, once I competed, um, last year, I kind of tapered down my training, but I still continued with my powerlifting training right up until about a week before I had my daughter. Um, so I was still, you know, squatting and deadlifting and benching and just making sure I was getting those three main lifts in every day. Um, and then once I had her, I, I gave myself about two months to kind of recover. I thankfully I had a very, very easy, um, birth, uh, labor, pregnancy, everything went perfectly. So my recovery time, I actually was able to bounce back very, very quickly. Um, and as soon as I, yeah. And as soon as I got the, the green light to, to start training again from like my doctors, um, I started out with kind of lighter weights and then just work myself up. So I had about eight weeks to prepare for nationals, which is not a long time. Um, it's not a long time at all, but because I had already done a lot of the smaller things to prepare, uh, um, like, um, you know, like mobility and accessory work to really strengthen those smaller muscles that kind of got weakened throughout the pregnancy, I was able to kind of go full, like full swing into my powerlifting um, very quickly. Okay, but that's good. And that was all that prep work that you did, you know, while yeah. you were pregnant, so that when you came down, yes, you had a short time frame um, to do that, but you were already prepped in, in certain yeah. aspects. Yeah. And, and what and, and was that in your idea, even like, as you were pregnant, you you wanted to compete in, in nationals this year? Like, was that a plan? Yeah, so my my plan was to go to get to worlds this year, because I, um I, I made it last year. But because I was pregnant, I was about seven months pregnant last year during Worlds, So I was I was too far pregnant to compete. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I was like, you know what, like, I'll just I'll, I'll skip this year. And I'll work hard to get back there for next year. Okay, and then look at now you're going. So that's, yeah, that's, it, yeah, <laughs> the timing is all lining up for you. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's been it's been really good. Like the, the whole journey has been really good. Um, and so far, everything's going as planned. Well, that makes me happy to hear that. That's amazing. You know, when you're when you're training and the week by weeks and everything's kind of lining up, it's a great feeling. It really is like I and, and that's the biggest thing for me, um, like to stay like staying focused on the end goal is just trusting the numbers week by week and making sure that I hit all my numbers every single week. And I know that like, as, as long as I'm hitting those numbers, I'm going to hit what my goals at the competition. Okay. That's great though. And, and what is your goals to hit like in, uh, at the world championships? So my goals are, um, for squats, I want to do between three, 340 and 350 pounds. Okay. Um, for bench, my goal is 240 to 250 pounds. And then deadlift is about 375 to 400 pounds. Oh, wow. And, and where does that put you? Like if you hit those numbers? So right now I'm currently ranked, um, first in Canada for my age and weight class, um, for Canadian wow. lifters. Wow. So yeah. So right now I am ranked first. Um, but in, on the world scale, I'm currently ranked 38. So if I hit all those numbers, that should put me into the top 10 in the world. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it, I've got a lot on the line going into this competition. Yes. Yes. But ranked like number one for your weight division in Canada is also <laughs> extremely incredible. It is. I, it, I'm very happy about that. Um, but I, you know, I'm the kind of person where I'll set a goal. I hit that goal. And sometimes I don't, I don't fully appreciate that I've hit that goal because I'm, I'm on to the next goal that I want to reach. Yes. You're like, okay, that is now that's that stepping stone to the next stepping stone. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I completely get that. Cause as an athlete, like boxers are like amateur, uh, provincials, yeah. nationals, Olympics, you know, there's, yeah. there's those things. So I completely understand that because you're always aiming for the next level up. Exactly. I'm like, I'm, I'm never satisfied with, with what my current status is. I just, I just want to keep going and getting better and improving. Yeah. And I, and I completely get that. Um, and then, and then from the championship, um, like when you get there and stuff, I'm curious, is there something you want to really take away from this experience? Um, I think just, embracing and appreciating the fact that I'm there. Um, you know, I, I've put a lot of work in the last seven years to get to where I am. And I think just seeing all the hard work come together, cause it's been, it's been a long seven years. I've had, um, I've had a few injuries from being in the military. So like I've had three surgeries on my one hip, I need a hip replacement. Um, I have, I have back issues. So just being able to still compete in a sport that I love with the limitations that I have, um, I think is, is huge for me. Yeah. And being able, like injuries really take us back. Right. And they really do. Yeah. And I, and I honestly feel like that's something too, that we don't talk enough about athletes is like, you know, injuries really yeah. affect our mental health because now what we're used to doing all the time we have to stop we have to e either take a break from it and yes it's very hard it's very hard like I said I've had in the last six years I've had three three hip surgeries and a baby um so you know after each hip surgery I had to take about four to six months off from training um, at, you know, my last surgery, I wasn't even able to walk for four months. So it's, uh, it definitely took a huge toll on my mental health, not being able to, to train. Um, but yeah, like it's, I'm, 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 I'm at a point now where, um, even though I still have my injuries, my body is, is responding to all the work that I'm doing outside of the gym, like physio. And, um, like I see the physiotherapist and the chiropractor, um, usually once a week, I see them just to kind of help maintain everything. Yeah. And, and that's really important too, making sure you have that support system around those injuries. But also I, you know, I find it amazing that even after all of these like setbacks, you know, you were able to get yourself back up get yourself back up, you know, because I feel like a lot of times, uh, for athletes, sometimes that one big blow, they don't end up returning. Yeah. And, and I, I guess it's just my, um, my stubbornness in me. Um, you know, I, like I said, I've been a competitive athlete since I was 10 years old and that's just like, that's kind of a part of my core of who I am. So when I don't have that in my life, it's, it's almost like I kind of lose part of my identity. So 
I'm always trying to to maintain some kind of competitiveness, like even with like this is this is probably going to be my last competition I'll be going into um, like as a full power competition, which means like squats, uh, bench and deadlift, just because, because my body is, um, like I'm, I'm training right now, but it's hard to, to maintain the level that I want to compete at because of my injuries. So my, my next kind of goal is actually, I've been talking to the Paralympic uh, powerlifting coaches and because of the um, mobility issues and the injuries that I have, I, I qualify to compete with them. So my, my next goal after this is I have to take a year off from competing so I can join their federation. Um, And then my goal would be to go to the Olympics in 2028. Wow. That would be amazing. And it's, yeah. it's nice that, you know what I mean, because of given your situation, you know, to stay in that competitive nature, you kind of got to adjust to what your body is capable at this time. Exactly. And I think that's probably been one of the hardest challenges for me is, is accepting my body's limitations and understanding that just because I was capable of doing it before does like... And just because I might be capable of doing it now doesn't necessarily mean I should continue be doing it because I want to preserve um, a good quality of life for longer, um, you know, with my kids and stuff like that. Because there are some days where I have a hard time walking um, just because of my hip, my hip and my back. So I just kind of take it day by day and and go from there. Yeah, and that's that's completely understandable. I get that, and and it's hard to you know to um, accept those things so accepting you know the injury or what your body is doing or what has happened and then adjusting to that it's really really challenging it's it's very challenging yes and for me like i had a concussion in 2018 and that took me out um it wasn't a fight it was actually a sparring session oh wow okay yeah so it wasn't uh, yeah, it was just a, not a good situation and it shouldn't have happened. Um, yeah. but uh, that's life, you know, we're given, yeah. we're given things that happen. And for me, I wanted to go back because, you know, you know, this well, as a, an athlete, that's your identity. That's who you exactly. are. That the, the, comp- yeah. the competition nature, all of these things. Yeah. Right. So I, I had to decide whether I wanted like quality of life or do I want to chance you know, potentially worsening my condition. But, yeah, exactly. So it's, it, for me, it was a really hard pill to swallow. Um, yeah. So I just decided for me, I turned things into coaching. So I've been coaching for about eight or nine years now. Um, so I'm getting my, I guess, my fulfillment through that. But yeah, let me tell you, there isn't a day that I wouldn't love to jump in the ring. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I totally understand that. Like I, I've, I've been a certified personal trainer for eight years now. Um, and like I, I was doing coaching as well. Um, but I found I just wasn't ready to give up competing yet. And I had to make that choice between because I couldn't I couldn't do both. I just didn't have time that I didn't have the time to commit to doing both. So I would love to get back. I would love to get back to coaching um, in the future, especially like after worlds. And if I get to go to the Olympics in 2028, I, you know, maybe then I would probably get back into coaching. Cause I feel like now that I have the years of experience, I could actually 
you know, um, add to the powerlifting community as a coach. Yeah. And, and that's very true. And, and, but for you, you know, the competition, this is like, it, you're not, you're not at a point where you're done, you know? So you yeah. do, for me, like if I, that concussion never happened, I don't think I would have ever stopped. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, it, I, I completely get like, you know, when you want to do that for you, because like in the future, you know, we don't want to live with like, you know, what if I would have did that, you know, like that's how yeah, exactly. I am. Like you want, yeah. you want to do those things that you truly want to do and see where yes. it takes you and allow your journey to just go where it's supposed to. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, but, but this is great though. Like I, I feel like what you're doing is great going to the world championships in England. Like that's incredible just to have that experience and do that and represent Canada. I'm super excited to do it. Um, you know, it's, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I know that I, I, like I said before, I know like this is going to be my last big competition. So I just, I really want to put everything I, I have into it so I can represent Canada really well and hopefully bring home some gold. Yes. Yes. I I'm honestly going to be, I'm going to be following you because I'm going to want to see how you're doing is, is it, is it uh, what's the date in October? Like is it the end of uh, October 31st is when October I'll be October 31st. Okay. Well, I'll yes. be, I'll be sitting back kind of waiting to see how you do because I'm really excited for you. I'd love to see you, you know, score a gold for Canada. That's absolutely, yeah. that would be incredible. Um, so definitely going to be tuning in. Um, I'm sure like I'm, I'm going to share things. So for whoever's listening now, we'll be able to see, you know, your results. So yeah. super, super excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. And before we kind of close out, I, I wanted to get into one more thing, actually, maybe a little bit. It's a bit of uh, sports, but a bit of kind of what you do on the side, like how you manage those things. I know we discussed a little bit about like time managing, um, yeah. but I'm, I'm curious, like, you know, you have Phoenix Beauty, you have um, your realtor as well as yes. your high level training for competition. And what I'm what I'd like to know is like, do you have any tips? for like fellow athletes that are juggling multiple hats? Like, is there anything you could give to um, say, like, these are the things that really work when you're trying to get all these things completed? Um, I think, like I said before, time management would have to be probably number one. Um, and really just, just sitting down and thinking about, um, you know, what your priorities are and what you want to commit your time to, what you might have to kind of stop committing time to. Um, you know, like for me, it's, I have, I have my family is always going to be number one. And thankfully, like I said, I have such a supportive husband um, who's really allowed me to, to continue pursuing my dreams. Um, you know, we, we had a baby nine months ago, so he actually spent nine months at home. He was able to take nine months off and that really allowed me to grow my, my business. So with him being home with the baby, um, that just kind of allowed me to, to open up my business and, and grow it to what it is now. Um, and just having that support system. So, so just really prioritizing what your goals are and what you want to achieve and having those short-term and long-term goals to get to where you want to be. Yeah. And I honestly, I feel like all the points you just mentioned are super important, like time managing, 
prioritizing, you know, how you're going to get things done. What's the priority? You know, where do you see your goals heading as well as having that support? Yeah. And, and I know that not everyone's going to have that support. So like, like I've, I've been a single mom before, so I totally understand that not everyone's going to have such an amazing support system. So like to anyone out there who, who doesn't have that support system, just know that what you're doing is, is still important and, and, you know, it's going to be hard, but it's, it's going to be so worth it. Yeah. It's, it's rewarding. Right. And for those, yeah. you know, that, are, are trying to get through, you know, and go through all this, you know, it's, it's rewarding either way, whether you have that support system, whether you're doing it on your own, it's yeah. still incredibly rewarding, like in an intrinsic way and extrinsic. So exactly. it's just, you know, it's, it's amazing, like to be an athlete and go through all these things and experience this. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't change anything. Oh, well, that's good because, you know, you're doing the right thing. This is where your, you know, your life has brought you. This is what drives you, what brings you passion. It's, it's so important to fulfill those dreams, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Amber. I really appreciate you coming on the Ottawa Valley Sports Series podcast. I absolutely love chatting with you today and learning, you know, how you juggle multiple things, um, like what's what's keeping you driven, motivated, how you're going through all these things, uh, your goals for the World Powerlifting Championship coming up in October. Uh, it's super exciting and I'll be cheering you on from afar. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. And for those listening and wanting to follow this exciting journey you're on, uh, where can they find you? Um, so I do have Facebook. I have, um, I have my, my business page, Phoenix beauty. So I do share some stuff on there with my, for all my clients to see. Um, and I do have Instagram. Um, it's fit realtor Amber. Uh, and I post pretty much all my training videos on there. Okay, perfect. Okay. Well, I hope, you know, everybody in the sports community here, I'm sure everybody will be cheering you on again. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much.